Madame et Monsieur, écoutez bien. Welcome to Fashion Mode with Charles McDonald, brought to you in association with Force Magazine on World Radio Paris. Bonjour and welcome to Fashion Mode. This is the primetime fashion show for World Radio Paris, brought to you in association with Force Magazine. I'm Charles Daniel MacDonald and I'll be hosting the show exclusively, as always, for World Radio Paris. In today's show, I take a look at the current trend of lockdown clearouts and how best to rationalise your wardrobe. Why this pause for thought is making the fashion industry pay more attention to their carbon footprint, and why the cult French brand Bella Loves is trending again more than ever. Are you ready for a wardrobe reality check? Well, in Get Your Greens, an ongoing series in line with the 50th anniversary of Earth Day, British folk explores how the industry is advancing towards a greener future. Vestaire Collective, the pre-loved fashion platform and editor's secret weapon of choice, for sourcing past season pieces that got away, is asking its followers to take a long hard look at their wardrobes during lockdown. Do you know the environmental impact of the clothes you crammed into your closet? Well, chances are you didn't consider the carbon footprint of the new trackies you just clicked to buy from that household name brand, either. In line with FD's 50th anniversary on the 22nd of April, the online marketplace has launched the wardrobe reality check, urging consumers to build an eco-conscious clothing edit that will stand the test of time and not end up in landfill like the £140 million worth of clothing currently being buried in the UK each and every year. The challenge runs in tandem with Bestia Collective's hashtag fashion should feel good social campaign. The topic of sustainability can sometimes feel a little overwhelming, especially when you consider the long journey the industry is on. Vestea Collective co-founder Fanny Mozanit told British Folk, We want to empower people to realise that they can drive meaningful change by making small steps and they can feel good about this in the process. In the end, it's not the big statements that will drive the most impact, but the changes taken by small individuals each and every day. The crux of the wardrobe reality check guidelines is of course the message that Dame Vivian Westwood has been signalling from the rooftops for years upon years. Buy less, choose well and make it last. Moinsat's team has simplified the cleansing process and promises that the initial clear-out stage only takes two hours. On average, between 53 and 79% of a person's wardrobe has not been worn in the last 12 months. So asking, do you feel good in that piece of clothing, as a barometer of whether or not to keep an item, soon clarifies which category it should sit into. Keep, resell, repurpose, recycle or donate. Moisant herself has a strict one an in-out wardrobe policy, and she always considers shopping pre-owned or vintage options before purchasing that new item. But until the Vestair Collective guidelines came to light, she was not aware of the damaging microplastics released 
when washing clothes. The washing of textiles releases 0.5 million tonnes of harmful microbes into the oceans each and every year. For her, like the rest of the Vestia staffers, including a newly hired Chief Sustainability Officer, it's all about doing your best to be mindful to your consumer. Often a wardrobe overhaul is the best way to press the reset button. So we can start shopping and caring for our existing clothes with intent. And here's how you do it. Go back to the start. Good quality staples made to stand the test of time should ideally form the core of your wardrobe. Investigate options from sustainable brands or resale sites which can act as the basis of your outfits today and for years to come. The next selection of your wardrobe can consist of more trend-led pieces. These should be of good quality, but it's more likely you might want to switch them out after a couple of seasons. Consider reselling them when you're ready for a change and invest carefully each and every season. Shop vintage for classic or unusual pieces of fashion history that can be tricky to locate but are definitely worth the effort. These can give your wardrobe a spin that's unique to you and kind to the planet. Consider a virtual aspect to your wardrobe's temporary needs for special one-off occasions that can be met by borrowing a piece from a friend or a rental company rather than buying something you'll only wear once. And finally, try a simple hanger trick. Always try to remain conscious of how you're using your wardrobe. Constantly evaluate how much of your closet you're wearing versus what is left unused. A great way to keep an eye on this is to turn the hangers of the pieces you wear in the opposite direction to the rest. At the end of the season, you'll clearly be able to see what pieces you wear and what pieces you didn't. So the question is, should fashion today be labelled by its carbon footprint? Well, four years ago, Tim Brown and Zoe Willinger launched Allbirds with one pair of wool sneakers. Whether you're in New York, London or a small town in Ohio, there's a very good chance you've seen them, or dozens of them. Barack Obama is a fan, and Allbirds trainers, of which there are now several styles, are popular for their simple design and heathered wool uppers. They're lightweight, they're comfortable, and they have a softer look than the traditional running shoes. Most sneakers are made with a lot of synthetics, so we looked to the natural world for alternatives, Brown explained. We wanted to find materials that wouldn't compromise the product, but would also be better for the environment. They landed on New Zealand Merino wool for its natural and biodegradable properties, and the rest of the sneaker incorporates castor bean oil, sugar cane, tree fibres and some recycled polyester. In short, Allbirds sneakers are definitely gentler on the earth than the average pair and this might be comprised of a dozen plastic parts. 
That's enough to attract an eco-minded shopper. But Brown stressed that the materials are just one factor in the brand's environmental footprint. We've started to understand that sustainability means so many things. It's air quality, it's microplastics, biodiversity, fair trade labour, he said. All of these things are important, but ultimately, the single scorecard is the carbon footprint. Carbon is a universal idea that we need to rally around, and it has to be accessed as your North Star. To the uninitiated, carbon emissions released into the atmosphere trap heat and warm the planet, hence the term greenhouse gas. According to the 2020 Drawdown Review, approximately 21% of all greenhouse gases today come from industry. The production of goods like clothing, car, laptops and the associated raw materials of sourcing and waste disposal. Allbirds' ambition is to one day reach a net zero carbon footprint and the company's next step towards that goal was to conduct life cycle assessments across the brand's entire supply chain. The team calculated the carbon footprint of every single sneaker and sock down to a tenth of a kilogram and today Allbirds is the first fashion brand to label its product with those very numbers. A pair of classic wool runners emits 7.2 kilograms of carbon dioxide, while the runner high tops release 10.5 kilos. The tree breezer Wooly Ballet creates 5.3 kilograms. However, those numbers are the results of calculating every step in the shoemaking process. This is from the materials to the packaging and the shipping. An infographic shows that nearly half of the tree breezer's footprint is due to the materials and the other half is attributed to manufacturing, with only 0.1 kilograms, surprisingly, coming from actually wearing the shoes. Brown compared the concept to the way our food labels show calories. No one really understands what a calorie is, but they use it as a guideline when making decisions. It isn't the only reason we choose what we eat, though. This isn't what we are suggesting. We aren't saying you should stop eating ice cream. We are saying you should be aware of the impact and the choices you make, so in the future, you can make better ones. That barometer just doesn't exist for clothes or shoes or anything we purchase. In fact, the average person probably doesn't know the carbon footprint of anything they consume, whether it's a handbag or a transatlantic flight. Is 10.5 kilograms of carbon considered a lot for a pair of trainers? Well, Alberts confirmed the average pair of running shoes has 12.5 kilograms of a carbon outfit and offered some other helpful comparisons. A pair of jeans comes in at 29.6 kilograms and a simple white t-shirt emits 13.6 kilograms. An economy flight from New York to San Fran emits 688 kilos while a banana's footprint is less than one kilogram. You have to think about carbon in terms of how you travel, eat and shop, because all of these things add up, Brown said. It's all about understanding how the small actions and decisions we make contribute to the global emissions we need to collectively reduce. Brown is hopeful that every shoe, jacket and bicycle clearly shows the carbon footprint then it could greatly influence our consumer behaviour.
But of course, the first step is getting other companies on board. Our great hope is that this will catalyze with other people to share the science behind the products. And this is going to take some time, Brown said. The good thing is that this invites competition. If there are people who see our numbers and think we could be better, then that's great. We all need to be working incredibly hard towards making products with a net zero impact. That problem isn't going to be solved just by all birds. It will have to be solved by sharing information and pushing each other in the right direction. Brown is confident that other brands will join him, particularly in light of the current COVID-19 crisis. We're seeing the incredible power of people wanting to help and businesses stepping up to the mark, he said. It gives you hope to see how people can work together in pretty impressive ways. This isn't the time to point out who's doing everything right and who's doing everything wrong. Everyone everywhere is welcome to this conversation. On this idea of sustainability, clear-outs and carbon footprints, if you're seeking ways to reboot your classic Burberry trench coat, then now you can take it in nylon developed from castor oil and a polyester yarn made from recycled plastic bottles. In this ongoing celebration of Earth Day 2020, Burberry has launched the Reburberry Edit, a collection of 26 styles made using the latest innovations in sustainable science. The British brand has focused on reinventing pieces from its spring-summer 2020 showcase, including the classic Burberry Trench, a series of car coats, plus cannon belts and backpacks. The outerwear has been reimagined in a series of fresh prints and selection of accessories which will feature additional details and applique. However, it's the sustainable switch-ups that really impress us. Materials, including bio-based acetates, have been used to create sunglasses, whilst Ekenil, a recycled nylon made from regenerated fishing nets, fabric scraps and industrial plastics, has also been used to make trench coats, parkas and accessories. The featured parkas and capes have also been made at facilities that pride themselves on reductive energy and water-saving techniques. The recycling of textiles and chemical management is also strictly adhered to. Beside this, other outerwear examples have been using made nylon developed from castor oil and a polyester yarn made from recycled plastic bottles. Transparency is another aim of the collection. A global rollout of pistachio-coloured sustainable labelling is across ready-to-wear lines which will provide a natural insight into each product's credentials, including the garment's organic content or recycled natural fibres and its delivery against carbon emission standards at the facilities where it was produced. This is in addition to highlighting positive social initiatives 
and according to the brand, two-thirds of its products now make a positive social or environmental contribution and it aims to expand these attributes to all the products by 2022. Burberry's latest initiatives are part of its responsibility agenda, a five-year plan which focuses on sustainability products, renewable energy and the support of its communities. By this 2020, the company aims to be completely carbon neutral and obtain 100% of its electricity from renewable energy sources. Pam Bhatti, Vice President of Corporate Responsibility at Burberry, remarked in a statement confirming, We strongly believe that the driving positive change through all of our products at every stage of the value chain is crucial today for us in building a more sustainable future for our whole industry in all the years to come. And finally, Bella Hadid's lockdown uniform appears to have been approached with the same rigour as her streetwear style during the season. Whilst many are nesting in a rotating selection of muted loungewear, Hadid has been orchestrating home photoshoots in menswear, bringing back old-school sportswear brands and single-handedly hailing the return of the boob tube. Amongst the 90s athleisure and crop tops, Hadid has afforded herself a cosy moment or two as well as Uggs snow boots, a puffer jacket in shoe form, according to the Australian brand, the super-packed autumnal Cezanne knitwear for her stay-home session with her mother Yolanda at the Pennsylvanian farm. Hadid has been wearing her mottled yellow Cezanne Johnny pullover with customised Juliet Johnson jeans for an outdoorsy look. This does veer towards Woodstock territory rather than a typical French girl style. But brand founder Morgan Cesallery sent Hadid the Alpacha Merino sweater during London Fashion Week. But the model, who is often in the fashion capitals where Cezanne has l'appartement, has liked frequently its impossibly chic shoppable homes. Let's not forget, this is the 23-year-old who has framed pictures of Audrey Hepburn within her bedroom walls, paying homage to the timeless and classical French style. Cesalori, who started out in fashion age 18, selling at free market finds on eBay, has launched the cult customised vintage edit Les Compastons in 2009. It's a similar remote position to Hadid. She's holed up at her family home, just two hours outside of Paris. But instead of frolicking with the farmyard animals like the Hadids, the designer is entertaining two small children while simultaneously trying to create Cezanne's spring-summer 2021 collection. The successful brand, which grew out of her vintage platform, is worlds away from her first entrepreneurial effort selling retro pieces via scheduled online rendezvous. We try to work on a day-to-day basis because things are changing so quickly, says Alori told British Vogue recently about the team's flexible mindset 
and Paris was the first direct-to-consumer model when it launched back in 2013. Coronavirus has not changed much because we are always reinventing ourselves. I am still very much focused on sustainability and our programmes and philanthropy. The brand has had to halt its Cezanne tour, its shop openings in Madrid and Austin due to the COVID-19, but Cezalori feels buoyed by the web's growing Instagram community during this uncertain time. It makes me happy and proud to see people wearing Cezanne in their homes and supporting the brand. It's a real gift, she says with regards to the hashtag Cezanne at Home social movement. Her consumers are the world over, whose obsession with Parisian style runs deep and are still shopping her charming and excessively priced takes on French staples. To keep Cezanne's 1.6 million Instagram followers engaged during the pandemic, when the world's screen time is drastically up, the brand has been sharing simple modes of escapism, including dance classes, recipe tutorials and book clubs. Share your moves with us, urges one post that's an impossibly insouciant manner that only a French brand could muster. On the 21st of every month, Cezanne also orchestrates a solidarity call, which means a mutual aid, whereby it shines a spotlight on a social group in need and allows its followers to send in donations, motivation and ideas to anyone and everyone affected. Cezalori's home kindergarten means her own extracurricular activities involve more craft and game than playing and dancing. But she's also taken this time to look at things differently. I have taken a new interest in interior decoration. Maybe some new ideas will bloom in the future. Well, Hadid's Hepburn portraits might one day have company from Suzanne's homeware. I hope you can join me for the next Fashion Mode show, where I'll be taking a look at some of the newly emerging fashion news, slowly making its way back again into the international press. With more details and features to follow, you can catch up with all the latest fashion news on forcmagazine.com and at forcmagazine on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can also keep up to date with the latest shows directly from Mixcloud, Podbean and our official profiles on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play and Deezer under FORC Magazine. Until the next time, keep your fashion mode on. <laughs>